Welcome to the How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book in front of a global audience. And here is your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. Are you looking for some quick and easy travel writing tips that are going to help improve your writing and help engage your writing to your audience? I've started this A to Z travel writing tips series to help remind you of the critical elements that should be considered as part of your travel writing journey. Now, some of these you're already going to be aware of, but maybe you're not using them or you just need a gentle nudge to get to grips with how they can be incorporated into your travel writing. Today's show is all about the letter A, and we're going to cover a selection of travel writing prompts. Over the coming year, we'll work through the rest of the alphabet, and I'll give you a series of travel writing prompts for each and every letter in our beautiful 26-letter alphabet. Now, I'm already wondering how I'm going to handle X and Z, or Z if you're an American, But thankfully, I've got a few more months before I have to tackle those challenges. I've really enjoyed putting this prompt series together, and I found it really useful during the research process. So I hope you get as much value out of it as I do. Now, let's get started with A. A is for audience. No matter what you're writing, you need to have your audience in mind so that your writing connects with them. To be perfectly frank, this is probably one of the most important elements to master when creating any kind of content. I'm pleased to be including audience in the prime spot for this new A to Z travel writing tips. Here's a quote from Audience Ops. The better you know your audience, the better you can craft content that appeals to them, whether it's written or visual. Who are you trying to speak to? What are their problems and needs? Do you need professional solutions? Do they want entertainment? Do they want news? Or are they looking for advice? What are their short and long-term goals? When you know who your audience is, you know what to write to inspire them, to entertain them, inform them, or educate them. Knowing your audience helps to keep them on track and will streamline your travel writing process, making you more efficient and increase your content output. I wrote an article about this topic on my website and it's called Travel Bloggers. If you haven't defined your audience, do it now. The next A is A for action. The tendency in day-to-day storytelling is to recount events in a chronological order. But if you give too much background detail at the beginning of your travel writing, you run the risk of losing your audience's attention. It's much better to drop your reader into the middle of the action. Think about the travel journey or adventure you're writing about and identify a funny, frightening, odd, exciting or memorable experience that is pivotal to your story and start your opening paragraph with it. Jumping straight into that action will intrigue your reader and they'll be enticed to read your content to find out the rest of your story. It's your hook. You could even start with some interesting dialogue that has a strong point of view or reveals something intriguing about your destination. If your opening paragraph doesn't reel readers in right away, you're going to lose them. Let's look at some examples and you can decide which one would hook you. Example number one. The last time I went backpacking was 24 years ago, so I was nervous and excited for this trip to Cambodia. I wasn't sure what to expect and I did worry that my husband wasn't going to enjoy the type of adventure I had planned. 
Now listen to example number two. I was excited to be going to Cambodia with my husband. It was our first backpacking trip together. He'd never been to Asia before, so I wasn't sure he would like it as he didn't know what to expect. And now listen to example three. We bounced along a rough dirt road in the back of a tuk-tuk. My arm ached as it gripped the raw iron roof struts and my tongue pushed across the roof of my mouth to dislodge the red dirt carpet that had snuck in when I yawned. Let's hope this sunrise adventure was <clears throat> let's hope this sunrise adventure was going to be worth it. See, even my subconscious likes a third example. It even had me clear in my throat because of the non-existent dust. So no prizes for guessing which of these examples dropped us straight into the action. If all you heard was example three, you'd wonder, where are we? Where are we going? The reader will have to carry on reading to find out whether the adventure was worth it or if it was a waste of time. The story can unfold and you can introduce the chronology of your trip throughout your story as long as you explain how your introduction ties into the rest of the content. So let's look at A is for anecdotes. So let me give you a definition. An anecdote is a short story about an incident or a person. It can be amusing or add an element of interest. When you add an anecdote to your travel writing, it can provide your reader with a deeper sense of understanding or awareness for the people you're meeting or the destinations you're writing about. If an anecdote is a distraction, it doesn't matter how funny or interesting it is, you should leave it out. Your anecdote should always support your theme or setting or provide additional insight into the people you've encountered. It can also provide an example of the tone of your trip or add weight to the point of your story. You can use an anecdote to set the scene of your travel writing as an introduction and then use the subsequent paragraphs to add context. A is also for angles. Travel writing that has an angle provides you with a unique way of presenting a well-worn topic. For example, lots of travellers have been to Cambodia, but my angle for my Cambodia travel guide is that it's the first backpacking trip my husband and I have done together, or that we're baby boomers on a budget and worried about being the oldest backpackers in town, or my husband's a bit of a germaphobe, and how is he going to cope with the basic accommodation adventure I was taking him on? Cambodia is the destination and is the primary subject matter, but how I approach writing about it is my angle, and that's what gives my writing direction. Your angle will be how you appeal to your specific audience niche, and your angle is the reason your readers will care about your content. Having an angle will help you determine what's in and what's out of scope, so you know what's key to include and what you can leave out. Check out my website for an article called how to use themes and angles to narrow your content niche. And the final A is for adjectives and adverbs. It's important to describe your destination so that your reader can envisage a place they've never been to before. But don't fall into the trap of heaping too many descriptive words into your paragraph. So a definition of an adjective is a word or phrase naming an attribute of a noun, i.g. a thing, a cat, the boy, the sky, etc. Or a pronoun, a substitution for a noun, i.e. he, I, they. Adjectives are words that make sentences more interesting. In simple terms, they're describing words like blue, bright, cold, atmospheric, expansive. As well as heaping in too many flowery adjectives, 
travel writers should steer away from empty adjectives. And these don't actually add any value to a description. Words like beautiful, amazing, stunning. It's okay to include empty adjectives like this for your first draft if you're free writing or speed writing, but you need to replace them with more descriptive adjectives in your next edit. My go-to adjective is great. And when I do my first draft edit, I search for every occurrence of great and replace them with meaningful adjectives that will conjure up an image in my reader's mind. Now, a definition of an adverb is part of a speech used to describe a verb, an adjective, a clause, or another adverb. So it tells the reader how, for example, the sun set gracefully. It tells the reader where, e.g. the market store was nearby. It tells the reader when, and this relates to time, how long, how often. So for example, the sun sets every night. And the adverb can describe the degree. For example, the sunset is very beautiful. And the other type of adverb is the degree at which something was done. So for example, the sunset is very beautiful. If you're not sure whether your adjective or adverb adds value to your sentence, then a good rule of thumb is to, if in doubt, leave it out. Now don't forget, writing is a muscle and the more you use it, the more limber it becomes. So why not try using each of these examples as a travel writing prompt for your next free writing or speed writing session and discover how each and every one of these prompts is going to help improve your travel writing. You've been listening to How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show, hosted by travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com.